0: Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like falling off a train. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. Don't worry about it. Today on the show, I wanted to talk about failure is feedback. Failure being feedback, essentially. And uh, I, I kind of break down all of the details of looking at failure as feedback, looking at the emotional components, looking about how you can take... Feedback from the emotional experience, kind of strip certain elements of the emotional experience, learn from it, but then also take the data from the failure and apply it to the future. Uh, That's kind of the gist of the episode, but we kind of talk about it in uh, more detail, and I share a little bit about um, some personal stories of some jobs that I've lost in the past, and a friend of mine who failed her nursing test and then was able to bounce back and move forward so uh if you've had some issues with failure this episode is for you and um but we're not going to fail on this one we're going to get it done we're going to do it right it's going to be awesome and we're going to hit the button it's going to be great enjoy the theme song and i'll catch you after the theme song's over and we'll talk about the things on the show and all that stuff and okay i'm gonna hit the button bye so i heard something incredibly important this morning that i thought was worthy of its own entire episode so i'm going to try to stretch this out as much as i can but for the most part it's a simple statement failure is feedback i'm going to pause and let that sink in for a second failure is feedback okay? Now let's let's do that whole like rewind, like and go back to um, to why that stuck to me. Uh, for me, I've I've had this intense struggle with failure for a very long time. I'm very. I have a I have a lot more of a um, healthy perspective on failure these days. But throughout my life, I've struggled with this feeling of wanting to do so much and feeling as though I'm accomplishing so little even though because of I don't know whether it's my mood disorder or uh, ADHD which I'm not diagnosed with or anything just yet it's I I feel this sense of just wanting to do so much and I can't I just can't keep up with what my brain wants so therefore I feel like a failure I feel like a failure every single day Uh, Molly can attest to that she always points out the fact that like I will. She'll ask how I'm doing or what I did today, and I'll be like, I feel like I didn't do anything, and then I'll list like six things, and she'll be like, You did a lot of shit today. What are you talking about? <laughs> and um, it's always very eye opening to me to get that outside perspective because in my head I'm just fighting this, fighting this feeling of of not reaching the goals that I set. So therefore, I don't. I feel like a failure. And it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to feel like a failure. Um, But for some people, their perspective on failure is that they are are a failure. That they did not fail at a particular thing. That they themselves are a failure. And there's a massive difference between feeling like you failed at something, a test, uh, a task, a relationship even, and feeling like because of that failure that you, yourself, are both the cause of the failure and are a failure in and of itself. Which couldn't be further from the truth. I don't think any human being is a failure. That's just... I don't think that is a possibility. And... to look at a situation and assign yourself complete fault of failure for it is horseshit. Even if it's a test that you're taking. Like... It could be, and this is not me just like blaming things, but it could be that the teaching wasn't very good. It could be that the test was too hard. It could be that test-taking is not your thing. It could be that your measure of intelligence is not based on how well you take a test. It could be that if your relationship failed, that it was a mutual failure. And it usually is. (laughs) It's you and the other person, this third entity in a relationship, you the individual and then the third then the third entity which is the combination of the two of you that combination is what failed it's the two of you together that failed you as an individual can of course grow from those things and be able to move forward which is why i say and it's such a good little lesson but it's something that i heard on how to adhd this morning i was watching a, a bunch of youtube videos and She simply said, failure is feedback, and that is amazing, because especially someone who is presumably dealing with ADHD, I don't know for sure that I am just yet, and I'm being very clear about that, that feedback is incredibly important to continue to move forward. You get positive feedback, you get a jolt of energy, and you just want to go do something, and it's exciting, and it's great, and understanding that failure is also feedback but it happens to be in the other direction it's just feedback it's just letting you know that okay this didn't work you got to try something else or maybe you got to study a little harder or you know you got to take the lessons from that relationship that failed and make the adjustments that you can make to a find a person who is maybe a little bit more respectful of you and your time and your energy and your boundaries and be just as respectful of their time and energy and boundaries and giving them the proper respect you know it's it's there's something to be learned from every failure that which is why that message is so damn important failure is feedback and it's it's important because you can take it as an unemotional thing feedback is often just it's just data it's it's information it is letting you know, like, the result of something that you tried. Which, on its surface, like, you should give yourself credit first and foremost for the fact that you have even did did something to get to the point where you can fail. Like, that's something worth appreciating as an accomplishment on its own. Now, that's, like, not the only thing. You can't just say, like, well, I tried and I'm done. That's not how that works. You tried, you failed, and that's fine. You tried, which was the first step. You failed, which is the feedback you received from the attempt. And now you need to take that information and figure out how you can make the adjustment to not fail the next time. It seems pretty straightforward. But a lot of us are struggling with this idea of failure. What does it mean? And I think it's because we assign an intense emotional feeling with failure we assign external factors to failure we ex- we assign like shame and disappointment not only to ourselves from ourselves but to ourselves from other people you know we're we're afraid of other people's reactions to our failures we're afraid of our parents' reactions of our spouses' reactions of our kids or anyone else in our lives I remember there was a time, there was two times that I lost my job and I was scared stiff that my wife was going to basically destroy me (laughs) because, you know, she was very concerned with, you know, safety and, you know, financial security and stuff like that. And she worked as well and she had her own job. She was surprisingly supportive in both of those times and um i appreciate her for that and but i was definitely very very frightened (laughs) because you know i had failed i had i had uh not done enough to keep the job i had not done enough to um to to you know keep that support and keep that um financial security going and that was uh I took that as a personal ego hit. I took it as a failure to not only myself, but to my ex-wife and to my, the family that we were with, where we live with and to my future. You know, what does this mean? Where do I go from here? Um, you know, what's next? And usually, I mean, often when you're left with the feeling of failure, like in the moment, it is very visceral. It's very like, God damn, what do I do? Um, and, and, you know, a lot of people feel this, this urge to do something with it. You know, for me, I definitely felt that urge to do something with it. Like, I was, my stuff was taken out of the building, and I was in my car. I drove away, I drove to my, my wife's work, and I was like, uh, I just, I lost my job. And they let me go, and I kind of explained what I felt, what was going on, and over time I learned that there were certain aspects of me and my personality that I could have, uh, that I could make adjustments to, and I have applied to future jobs. I did lose the next job after that, but the most recent job that I had, I was able to apply a lot of learnings to that latest job, and that for me personally involved setting boundaries before even starting the job because well i didn't even understand enough about my mental health i didn't understand enough about my particular special needs but i knew that there were patterns and the things that were affecting me that were affecting my focus my ability to work my ability to concentrate and my ability to work with other people that i needed to figure out ways to set boundaries with and and take with me in forward motion And it turned out that the last job that I had was, it was in a corporate environment, but the people that I worked with were the best part because I was not only looking for a job that was going to pay me and appreciate me for the work that I do, but I was trying to find the right people. I was trying to find people who were flexible enough to understand my personality, flexible enough to understand that I'm someone that's dealing with depression and dealing with difficult things. They understood the, that people were important. And I had a lot of one-on-one choc- talks with my manager. Um, and I was able to let him know like, that this is a very real thing in my life and that there might be days where I have to leave unexpectedly or take a, job, take a, take a day off or go for walks or find ways to calm myself down or, or work on ways to, to do different things to like refocus me. And they were very understanding of all of that stuff because I was able to find ways to still get the work done. And what was important to me was autonomy and not having someone looking over my shoulder and making sure that I can set all of those boundaries that I needed to continue to do the best work that I can to my ability, but not feel the pressure to be like someone else or to not do, you know, to not give the amount of focus and energy that, you know, other people can because I just can't. And, um, and then it, it's, well, it's not that I can't, but it requires different circumstances. And there were even things like the lighting in rooms. Like I've always really hated office buildings because the fluorescent lighting gives me terrible headaches and I can't, it, it's hard to focus. Um, and there's just all sorts of things that were wrong with working in a workplace that were not going very well for me. So I kept feeling like a failure because I wasn't taking the reins and making the adjustments that I needed to give myself the best chance at success. So again, this idea that failure is feedback is is, is important to do what you can to eliminate the emotion from it. I mean, work through the emotions, work through everything that comes with that but at the end of the day, when you're ready to start making a forward motion, when you start <laughs> a forward motion, when you're starting, you're ready to start taking action and moving forward. It's important to start to look at everything that you've gained from it, that you've assessed from the situation, as data, as something that you can strip the emotional components of it over time, over processing it, over working through the emotions, and then being able to be left with the important bits and be able to say, okay, you know what, this this is why this didn't work. These are the adjustments that I can make. These are the things that I can control. And I'm going to try again. I had a friend of mine who, she was taking... Um, her her nursing test. I forget what the test is called, but it was basically her her school final, essentially her nursing school final. And she was a having she was studying her ass off. I, I am I'm super proud of my friend for taking a ton of time to do the research and do the effort because she was you know she was at a place in her life where she was just not doing a lot, and then she decided to take the reins and become a nurse, which is something she's always wanted to do. And she finally took the time to do that and put in a ton of effort. Every time I went to go hang out with her, she had a book open in front of her. She was pretty much studying constantly. So she went and took the test and she failed the first time. And it was devastating to her. You know, She was talking to me about it and um, she was having a real hard time with it. And having a hard time with not beating herself up about it because she was very very adamant about beating herself up about it like i'm a failure i wasn't meant for this i'm not meant for this i can't do this Uh, uh, you know that sort of stuff and even amidst the conversation where i'm saying that failure is okay she's like failure is okay what the fuck are you talking about i failed i didn't do it what do you mean i failed what do you mean that failure is okay it's not okay i shouldn't fail i don't want to fail and you know it's important to note that that's an emotional reaction and it's a it's a it's fine to have that kind of emotional reaction but she eventually did you know study more she worked on it more she took the test again and she passed and now she's uh, she's working on a hospital and making bank and doing well for herself so you know that's i mean it's a pretty basic story but it's the idea that you know you have to work through those emotions sometimes that's going to involve anger that's going to involve shame or disappointment but i think the most important part is 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 realizing that these are your emotions to work through it's you're not trying to reconcile someone's emotions about your failure you're not worrying about trying to satiate someone's shame for you or disappointment of you because that's not helpful you know you, you have to work through your emotions how do you feel about the situation do you feel it was fair do you feel you were cheated do you feel like you failed do you feel like there was something that could be better and as you start to work through the emotions and maybe it's 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 a good time to get a therapist when you go through a major failure like that and help you talk through it you know once you start to work through some of the emotions and everything starts to calm down then you can start to think about like the feedback that you've received from this failure and how you can apply it to the next thing so i know i kind of talked in circles a little bit on this episode but i wanted to really hammer the point home that failure is feedback and that is the takeaway. Because if you don't take failure as feedback, if you don't see it as something that you can learn from and grow from, you're just going to make the same mistakes over and over again. And who wants to live that kind of life? Even people who are living that life don't want to do that on purpose. They're doing it subconsciously. They're being stubborn about something, or there's something blocking them from moving forward. But I honestly don't believe that anyone wants to continue to make mistakes. I don't think anyone wants to continue to feel like a failure as a person. And you know, being able to shift your mentality to think of failure as feedback, as a response to the, from the world to you and what you're doing, then you can make adjustments. You can take some control over it. Take control of your, your, your next steps and work through the emotions. See how it makes you feel and assess if you want to feel that way again. I don't want to feel that major sense of failure again. I don't want to feel uh, a lot of the things that I felt when it comes to failure. And that's allowed me the opportunity to, to find ways to move forward and make the right, make the right choices for me. So uh, I hope all that makes sense. Let me know what you think about this concept of failure as feedback. Um, do you have a story about failure and how you've overcome it and or there, or experienced a certain feeling that you don't want to experience again and you were able to successfully use failure as feedback so that you can make adjustments and move forward let me know how that feels and what that's like um, and uh, hit me up with a voice message here on Anchor or you can hit me up at Rival My Design on all my social channels you can also um, check out our Patreon page patreon.com slash dopamine and go to our podcast course cnote.thinkific.com Uh, I'm not sure of the price, the time that this goes up, but go to cnote.thinkific.com, check out the course. The first chapter is free, so you will just have to sign up, and then you'll get the first few episodes for free without having to pay for anything. You'll get a lot of great information, you'll get a feel for what the podcast course is like and it's everything from conception to execution you learn about getting guests and sponsors and talking to your audience and picking topics and scheduling and marketing and all that good stuff there's eight to ten hours of stuff it's going to be great so um with that uh I hope that you have learned something from this episode I definitely learned something this morning by thinking about failure as feedback and uh, it's going to be a very useful tool for me moving forward so